This is the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And if you've been around for the last little while, we are still in Newport Beach watching the OC episode by episode. We are <laughs> winding down season three. Oh, which like, I can't tell if season four because it's that little bit shorter, if it's going to go really fast or just like, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, I, I have never seen it before, so. Yeah, I don't, there's, I can see like glimmers in my mind, but I definitely have not actually watched it. <laughs> Even at this point, like this episode was not familiar to me at all. I see, I feel like I vaguely remember this episode better than some of the other ones we've watched this season. And again, like I knew of some of the ideas, like Seth right. and set person that we'll talk about like that that was a thing but i didn't know like yeah anyways hmm. season three episode 22 the college try the college try this this aired march 30th 2006 wow <laughs> <laughs> 2006. I mean, here's this the funny thing about this show is you can frequently absolutely tell how old it is. <laughs> but then sometimes I just like fully forget. Yes, it's just like every once in a while there's a moment and in yeah. this it's when Summer is talking about this sparkly scarf that she's going to own. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, I remember those scarves." <laughs> Pretty sure I had one of those scarves. Like kind of skinny and like strangely like not ruffly, but you know you know what I mean. It's like oh, I know. I've yeah. seen those knitting slash yeah. cro- crochet patterns and the the awful acrylic quote unquote yarn that we would have to use if we would have to make it ourselves as knitters, which we are, but would never make those. <laughs> no. <laughs> But I mean, it was such a it was such a moment in time when like everyone was wearing them. Yeah. Well, let's just say like they're in Newport Beach. They never need to wear a scarf of any kind. I well, right? It's like but they're always just like with their like skinny scarves. (laughs) Truly hilarious. And like I feel like pretty much like everything Anna wears. I have things to say about that today. Oh, I also have things to say about (laughs) that today. But let's start. Yes. Where we start. Which is in the Cohen kitchen, mm-hmm. which seems to not be a common place to start this season, despite <laughs> past seasons it being like the place to begin. But uh, Seth and Ryan are getting coffee and bagels and getting ready to fly off to their respective colleges for a visit. Um, did Ryan fly? No. Yes, I think so. Okay, how far I mean- is Berkeley? From Orange County. Uh, that would be a, a fair size drive for sure. Okay. Uh, I'm just never sure. Like, I know California is long. Well, that's just it. Like, you're basically going from the top almost to the bottom. Right. Right. Um, I would say that the maps say... Oh, no, wait. I thought it was going to go way faster than this. Yeah, it's like a seven... It's like an eight-hour drive. Oh, okay. That is significant. Yeah. So he must have flown. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because okay. they ended up at the airport. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Either way, they're getting yes. ready. 
Um, <laughs> Seth is indeed going to fly to Brown, literally across the country. He is going to fly to Rhode Island from California. <laughs> And uh, despite the fact that he has not gotten into this college. No. No one still, no one knows yet. It's just Ryan still. Still the only one that knows. And he's like talking to Seth about, you know, dude, what are you going to do here? What are you going to do if you, when you run into Summer, who's also going? Which, okay, another point that I, another question that I had was similar to a previous question that we had, which was. (laughs) do all of these kids really get their college acceptance letters at the same time? Cause Ryan makes a comment about like how all of the students are going to visit their colleges this weekend. And I'm like, yes. really all of them, every single one of them is this like, is this like a thing that they just organize? Like, I mean that I would almost more understand. Cause like, okay. So number one, no, everyone is not getting their letters on the same day. Mail does not work like that. It just does not. Um, but so say they get all of those, you know, in February for argument's sake. So sure, if there's always, if it's always just like, you know, okay, the third weekend in March is the weekend that everyone goes to the colleges. Like that I could buy. I I suppose so. But just the fact that it's a thing that exists and happens, I do not I think this is what it is. I find it like, I'm like, maybe this is just a rich kid thing. Absolutely. Or maybe it's just like a rich kid American thing, like a very specific private school thing. That could be. Because, like, I remember people going to visit colleges. Um, I mean, first of all, I'm pretty sure every single one I visited when I was applying were ones where I visited before I applied. Yeah, I did not visit any. I mean, I all of the ones that I visited were in Ontario. Fair. And, or in Ottawa where I have a lot of family yeah. or on the way to Ottawa i.e. Kingston yeah um, and one out in the east coast because we were there in the summer that's fair I mean like I, I feel like we maybe had a tour like in the summer but that was after like you were accepted you got in you had already like you know right done everything and it was I just I do a, remember doing that I only remember because I got so severely violently sunburned the day before oh no it's <laughs> awful there it there's a reason i mean you can't tell because it's basically my entire upper arms both upper arms my chest and my back like down the sides of a tank top is you can't tell it's scarred because literally every single inch except for where the strap was oh my was god blisters and like no joke like actual every single inch that is there was not a spot that did not have a blister awful and i wore sunscreen oh my god <laughs> i've never done that to myself <laughs> i have burned my legs so badly that they turned kind of purple Yikes. yeah that was pretty bad too <laughs> but yeah I, th- I think it is weird that like and especially okay you know if it's again something close totally even like Ryan going to Berkeley, okay, yeah, same state, whatever. But like Seth and Summer just going off to Rhode Island for the weekend. Well, because here's the thing: is that like Ryan flying to Berkeley is going to take what a couple hours? Yeah, flying to Rhode Island is going to take yeah, much longer. Yes, assuming that there's no stopovers, like 
Is this a direct flight? Unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, that, highly, that highly flight alone flight has to be. From LA to Rhode Island, direct. That just seems weird. I'm sure they're flying through somewhere else. Well, and like, that's just it. Like, that has to be, again, like eight hours. Yeah, especially if you're can, like taking stopovers into consideration. Yeah. Just because, like, here to Vancouver is like five hours, I think. Mm-hmm. And like, that's pretty straight. Right. So, yeah whatever i don't know it just seems anyway, like a whole lot of hoopla insane. events money and like stuff i don't know yeah now that we're done with that tangent <laughs> <laughs> but that was a pretty related tangent it was it was absolutely related <laughs> kirsten comes in all excited for them she's yeah. sad that you know seth's gonna be so far away but mm-hmm. and you're just like oh this is so awkward <sighs> seth so cohen awkward. Why are you like this? I know. Um, Weirdly, Sandy is not there. Nope. Because he had an early meeting, and so he had to miss their send-off. And Seth comments on how it's weird. Like, Sandy Cohen loves the airport send-off. Yep. And it is a weird thing for him to miss. Like, (sighs) Especially, like, I mean, number one, Seth is his son. But, like, Ryan's going to Berkeley. Right. That's what he wanted for all of them. they get to the airport Kirsten's sending them off yeah it's all nice she's here's a really nice cute moment with Ryan oh wait what about Seth well no because he right away was just like oh my flight's over this way so he just like fully just yeah like runs away right away just to get away from which to continue to lie to his mother I was gonna say I understand why he wants to avoid this entire situation (laughs) because it's horrible and awkward it's so funny though like when he goes into like, maybe give Ryan a hug, and he's like, oh, no, we'll save that for later. <laughs> and <just> takes off. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Seth. But, yeah, Kirsten and Ryan have a really cute moment where they're, you know, she's just saying, you know, he's earned this and to have a good yeah. time. He goes to his gate. Yep. And then. And then. <laughs> Kirsten turns to leave, and she sees somebody familiar. Yes. Coming coming down the stairs. She sees Teresa and like <laughs> clearly is about to be like, hey Teresa, and then yep. is like, ooh. Yes, because it turns out that Teresa is greeting presumably her nanny mm-hmm. uh, with a child that's about two years old and looks remarkably like Ryan. Atwood esque, yes. I mean, I feel like they literally went out and were like, okay, find us a kid who looks exactly like Ben McKenzie. <laughs> well, yeah. And because, like, obviously, like... Same haircut, same hair color. Like... Yeah. Because if it had... If the kid had dark hair, then it would be like, oh, no, that's for sure Eddie's. Right. Which, okay, I actually still find it kind of funny because, like, I want to know how they produce this child. <laughs> no, but seriously... They both have dark hair. This, I mean, I guess kids can have lighter hair, but... Well, I also feel like, in general, when kids are younger, their hair is lighter. Yeah. Like, I had, like, blonde-ass hair when I was little, and that was quick and gone. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. And this is, yeah, like, once I was, like, probably, like, four, then it was, like, brown. Right. I feel like, like in like the really small pictures, 
it was pretty blonde. That blonde that like you just love and like if I had right now I'd be like, oh man. My hair was always dark. And if I'd only been trying to get it my entire life. <laughs> always dark. But this is, it's just, what I find yeah. funny is if he, if this kid had had dark hair, it still could have yeah. been Ryan's. Like, yeah. Teresa has dark hair. Totally. It's a dominant gene. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Kirsten's got this look on her face and we get our California and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Some drama's going down. Because <laughs> we all know that she lied to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Was that? That was season two. Right? Like, that was the end of <laughs> the end of season one. He goes back to Chino, and that's why Seth leaves. Yes. So then season two starts with him and Chino and Teresa yeah. pregnant, but then she says she's... Okay, yeah. That, okay. Correct. That's right. <laughs> Just had to figure that out for a second. What's happened since then? I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is when we cut over to Summer and Marissa. And Summer trying to decide whether or not she's going to bring this sparkly scarf. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that kids at Brown don't wear sparkly scarves. Yes. I feel like she is 100% wrong. Yeah. But... Well, like of that era yeah like it's not like you know all of a sudden just like everything on the east coast was different right there's still rich kids like yeah there's it's still 2006 and there's still rich kids like yeah don't worry it's probably even richer kids like it's just like a different kind of money i think yeah older <laughs> money yes um what else is happening well because they kind of have the whole like marissa ryan talk because like they're oh, going to berkeley right. but like they're going berkeley together but, but not together yeah like not with ryan but marissa does say that like she's thinking about her future and like things with volchek are over yep she just oh oh yeah because she just has to pick up her stuff mm-hmm. and like Which, summer like, how right much away stuff accumulated over there what were you bringing over there marissa right pretty sure all you're doing is going over there and taking off your clothes Right? So, like, unless you just left some of your clothes there, in which case, I don't know. Just get new clothes. Leave it there. Who yeah. cares? But, yeah, like, Summer's just like, you are not going over there? Yeah. <laughs> like, meet somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, then Dr. Roberts and Julie send, yeah. send the girls off. <laughs> of course, Julie's, like, checking on Marissa being like, are you sure you're okay? Like, I yeah. can come with you. And she's like, no, no, like, I'm not going to party. Like, it's okay. Yeah. And then she gives them both a hug <laughs> after she's left. Julie's like, did a priest just break in here and perform an exorcism? <laughs> Which is absolutely one of the best lines. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Marissa's good. Everyone's good. Um, Neil has this dinner thing that he has to go to. Yeah. Later that night, and Julie's not going to go. And he's, you know, sort of like, I- I'd really like you to. Like, why do you never come to these things? Yeah. Julie's like, I want to be around all these noobsies who are gossiping about me all the time. Like, yeah. But it's some uh, kind of like hospital thing. So he's like, invite Sandy yeah. and Kirsten. Like, yes. Exactly. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, so whilst <laughs> never having been to Northern California, mm-hmm. I love that they just 
pulled like the Seattle slash Portland card and like, oh, they're in Berkeley. It's going to rain the entire time. To be fair, I do think it rains quite a bit more. Yeah, quite a bit more than like Newport, but not quite a bit more than general. I mean, true. True. Like Berkeley. So like our friend Jackie is in Palo Alto. Like Berkeley's like the other side of the water from that. Right. And I rarely have seen Jackie post raining pictures. <laughs> but maybe she's just not taking raining pictures. That's true. Because <laughs> I do know that San Francisco is substantially, I mean, maybe not rainy, but like fog. Yes. But th- this was like rainy. Like they had like raincoats on and umbrellas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. It looked all cold and rainy. And I was like, I know. It looks so good. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode because like he's in Berkeley and then um yes. Summer and Seth are in Rhode Island. I was like, I just want to be there instead of here. Yes. Either either place. <sighs> but uh Ryan meets up with his like student buddy who yeah. is definitely in Montreal Hill. Yes. And various other things. Yeah. But we'll get to that <laughs> later. Um they're just like basically talking about the school and he's telling Ryan he probably has, he should have no problem fitting in like it doesn't really matter where you're from once you're here it's all different and yeah yeah so so that's, that's good cool. sounds yeah. helpful yeah mm, yeah <laughs> so Marissa meets Volchuk at the diner on their way to the airport presumably yeah he does not have her stuff no which like could have seen that coming yeah uh, he just wants to know why she's bailing on him. And she's like, okay, this whole thing. <laughs> I just, okay. So she says they have nothing in common. She tells him this whole long story yeah. about how when she watched The Sound of Music, oh she always thought she'd be Liesl with her cute boyfriend when they're singing together, blah, 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 blah. And the whole time I'm listening to her say that, and like, she says she's not ready to give up on this. I'm like, okay, but... But her boyfriend very much was a Nazi. Like, that was a thing that happened. Like, he was a Nazi. And he fully betrayed her family and almost got them murdered by other Nazis. Like, Marissa, this is not the dream. Yeah, no, you think it is. You have that. You have Volchuk. Like, that's pretty close. He was a Nazi. (laughs) Okay. Like he fully, like Heil Hitler's and does a Nazi salute in that movie. Girl, this is not the dream. If you were gonna use Sound of Music as a reference, go with the actual romance in that, which is yeah Maria and Captain Von Trapp. <laughs> anyway, oh man, oh Marissa. Anyway was just so weird it was so weird i like i've definitely seen the sound of music but i'm just like not like familiar enough with it but i'm not surprised by that but like i just didn't i like either way i just thought it was like such a weird thing for her to like aspire to i love the sound of music i watch it almost every christmas because for whatever bizarre reason yeah it's become a movie that's on on christmas eve yeah totally christmas never happens in this film I just need to point that out. Yeah. 
at no point does Christmas occur no. in the entirety of The Sound <laughs> of Music, which, by the way, is long enough that in the old version that we had, it's on two VHS tapes. Okay, it's long. It has an intermission. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, if anyone's not familiar with The Sound of Music, I need, I need to explain the Liesl and her boyfriend, whose name I cannot recall at this moment because it's not important because he's a yeah. Nazi. So at the beginning, they're together. They're all cute. They have their little "You Are 16" going on 17 song. Okay, yeah, it's really adorable. Um, and then as things progress, obviously they're they're in Austria. As things progress, and the Nazi Party like comes in and takes over, he I guess joined. I can't remember if he was already in the army, and what this just ended up being like he ended up getting folded into it. But mm. uh, Captain von Trapp, who was in the army with the Navy maybe and they're trying to get him back in and he is absolutely does not want any part of this Nazi nonsense um, so they're after him and they have this is why they have to escape and so he ends up her boyfriend first of all basically cuts things off after he's joined the Nazi party yeah. um, and then when they're trying to escape and they're hiding in the Abbey he sort of hangs back when they like pop up to to escape once the the people looking for them have left that particular room. Oh, okay. And he, like, calls them back to be like, he found them. Like, he totally sounds the alarm that they're there. He fully betrays them. Oh. This is not a happy story, Marissa. Oh, so, so bad. Like, fully they might have been murdered. Anyway, man, need to fully explain that for the people that haven't seen The Sound of Music and how weird that actually is. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to other annoying things. Oh, yeah. So many so, things are annoying all the time now. Oh, my God. Of course, Kirsten and Sandy are home. And she tells Sandy that she saw Teresa and a baby. Yep. She's like, we need to tell Ryan. Like, we have always been honest with him. And I was like, yes, you yep. have Kirsten. But then Sandy's like, no, like, we should wait till he gets back. Which, okay, here's the thing. Fair. That is a fair point. Mm -hmm. But the way he leads in, he's like, we should keep it to ourselves. And then adds on, at least until he gets back. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, again, like, who delivery. are you? Oh, Sandy, what is going on? So then we get Seth um, at the Brown campus. Yes. He calls Ryan. <laughs> and uh, I feel so bad for Seth here because he's just like in love with this campus. Yeah. He's just like strolling through like the quad and like the giant oh, trees. It's so nice. It reminds me of Harvard. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. Too. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. He's like actual ivy on the buildings. <laughs> And then <laughs> he hears somebody call his name. <laughs> Ryan's like, who is that? And he's like, I don't know. I'm too afraid to turn around. <laughs> and it's Anna. It's Anna. Can we, can we just jump right in and talk about how Anna looks? Yeah. 
Anna, do we want to well, start with her terrible hair extensions or ooh. okay so <sighs> this scene you can't see it quite as well i was pretty sure anyway because i have mm-hmm. in my notes are those hair extensions question yeah. mark because it's tied back yeah but it's still weird enough that i was mm-hmm. like pretty sure those are extensions yeah she she looks the most newport beach than she ever like ever yeah, has. i know i know that is so not weird. pittsburgh that is not rhode island that was newport beach she has huge nails yeah. Awful extensions. Like, clearly she still had her short little bob that was, like, her signature. Which, I don't understand why they wouldn't have just kept that. And even just, like, all of her clothes. Like, it's not... Again, it's only been a year. And, like, I don't know, whatever kind of awakening she could have had in Pittsburgh. But, like... That's the, okay, the other thing about the extensions was I was like, I don't know if this is maybe something that she had done... Like, like the actress had done... I don't know, they're pretty bad though so i guess I but like that's something that a lot for them they they take that stuff out they dye their hair all the time i was listening to drama queens and like all the three girls from one tree hill were talking about how like they were constantly like doing different stuff to their hair like you don't have a choice like i don't know right I was just... it just seems weird that they wouldn't have just kept her hair short because again it hasn't been that long no and like that was there's thing. no way her hair would have grown that long in that amount of time straight up here to tell you that as somebody who's grown out her hair a lot (laughs) in her life yes takes much longer than that (laughs) i know i was just like so because like anna we love anna she's so good she was different she was that like really good counterpart to seth Mm. and like personality everything was still there but she just she kind of looked cheap she it was too newport noopsy well because like even her makeup was not nicely done like no and I was like, yeah, like definitely had like fake nails on. I was just so, because I was excited for this. I was so excited for Anna to be back. And then I was like, oh. Yeah, it was weird. It was definitely yeah. weird. Didn't like it. But Either way. she did see Atomic County. She, she saw did. the comic book. I guess her mom sent it to her. And there's a little, I guess she had some sort of like Atomic County game on her a flip phone. Yeah. Uh, that was very flip phone 2006 quote-unquote game yeah. or some oh, sort of visual it was something like a, something some kind of cast not a podcast or yeah <laughs> i don't know something that no longer exists yeah uh maybe they do and i'm just unaware of it but maybe, yeah and like and seth like alludes to the whole like oh there was a zach stevens in summer and hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I traded atomic county for summer which frankly is a lot better than that time that um chuck bass trades blair for a hotel <laughs> Yes. Because <laughs> he was trading to get the property, whereas Seth yes, was trading Chuck to was get the girl. Yes, trading his girlfriend for property. Yeah. Seth was trading the rights to a comic book. I mean, it's Love still a little that. gross that they're apparently bargaining for summer, I but know. I mean, it didn't really quite go down like that. Yeah. So. At the very least, though, like... Seth and Anna were like, this is fate that you're here. And he tells Anna the truth. Yes. Did not get in. Broken up with Summer. Yeah. Help me. And of course, because it's Anna, she's going to help him. Yeah. She will scheme with him. She will. God, thank God he needs some help. I know. (sighs) Jesus. (laughs) Uh, So Julie, back in Newport, Julie invites Kirsten to go to this dinner yeah and Kirsten's like oh I really can't like 
Sandy and I are going through a rough patch right now. Yeah. She's not a huge fan of the hospital project. Like, I don't, she doesn't want to have anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but Julie's like, please, please, please. I can't, I can't do this. Like, I actually need you to be there. I can't do this on my own. Um, which is like, it's, it's kind of a cute moment. Cause like Julie and Kirsten are like properly friends now. Mm-hmm. She still calls her Kiki. Oh my God. It's too much for me. yeah i know (laughs) Uh, but yeah so like kirsten agrees to it to be the buffer for the noopsies yeah um and then back in berkeley (laughs) ryan's just like meeting up with this guy who also has a brother who's in jail coincidence yeah i know he's just yeah so it's like freshman buddy and then like that guy's roommate they're just all like chilling and like Sharing their stories of, you know, being the outcast or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan's just like, oh, wait, this is okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they notice the girl walk in. Obviously, it's Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny because the guys are like, oh, and then she walks over and they're like, oh, you know this girl. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right away it was just so, like, clearly like, oh, and because she, and she, like, beelines to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, she's coming over here. And Ryan's just like, yeah, yeah. hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah. I think we end up... Oh, we end up back at Brown, and Seth and Nana are trying to come up with a plan. She has, like, a list of, like, all the events that are happening, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's some kind and of, like... And this is when you can definitely see that she has hair extensions. Oh, yes. Really bad. I was so focused on her hair throughout this entire thing. It was so distracting because yeah. it's so poorly done. And like, oh yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, she's like, there's some sort of like faculty event, and the admissions head is going to be there. Yeah. So she's like, okay, let's do that first. Then we'll like mm-hmm. figure out summer stuff. Yeah. So they're at this like event thing. Um, Seth, of course, has no game plan because he's Seth and doesn't know how to function. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we, what's it? He goes over to talk to the dean, and then we cut over to Summer, who's there talking to these other students. Oh, man. And so while Seth is making an appointment to talk to the Dean later, cause he can't do it now. Cause it's, yeah, there's a thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Summer sees him and she's like, what are you doing here? And then Anna comes over oh. and, oh, and I totally understand how Summer comes to this conclusion because like, Oh, so that Seth is actually going to go to Brown mm-hmm. and Oh, I see Anna's here. Right. Yep. So now she's like, oh, all of this makes sense to me now. And you're like, no, no. that's not the right conclusion, even though that is really what it looks like. Yes. For anyone who, like, assumes anything, this would be the time that you would be correct. Like, oh. Right. Like, that is 100% what it looks like. It looks like he tried to come up with a way to dump Summer so that he'd go to Anna, go to Brown with Anna. Mm-hmm. It looks really bad. Ugh. And she's not even, like angry at this point she just looks so sad so sad yeah hmm. yeah 
<laughs> then we're back in Berkeley and Marissa's talking to Wes, the like yep. freshman buddy guy. Yeah. And just like, oh, so like you and Ryan have history. And it's like, <laughs> yes. <sighs> but then she goes on about how like, because I guess, you know, his major is like poli sci. And she's like, oh, like that's what my dad did. And then you're like, oh. Right. And she's like, you kind of remind me of him. The good parts. I'm like, I'm really glad you qualified that because (laughs) Jimmy Cooper. (laughs) Yikes. But then her and Ryan end up talking and just being like, wait, like, this is fine. We just have to kind of like figure out the rules. But also like we have dirt on each other. So like in like a fun so funny because she's like I'm gonna tell everyone you were in musical and he's like mm, I'm pretty sure I have enough dirt on you for four years <laughs> and she's like fair point yeah <laughs> correct yeah <laughs> I mean I think they both have enough dirt on each other to last their entire yeah university careers definitely <laughs> um Oh, yes. Then we cut back to Anna and Seth. Yes. (laughs) Who, Anna's so funny because she's just like, I can't even be angry at you when you're this pathetic. Like, she's like, the pathetic thing. It really works on me. I'm just, I just need to help you. Oh, I laughed so hard. Oh, my God. He is so pathetic. She's correct. He's so pathetic. Well, I'm so torn because, like, obviously, like, Seth and Summer, yes. But, I mean, aside from the looks of this episode. I love Anna so much. That's fair. But yeah. They're going to scheme. They're going to yep. do things. Yeah. They're going to make it. They're going to make it happen. He's going to win Summer back. And it's just like... Number one, isn't... Like, is Anna just there by herself? And like, why is she just like jumping in and like being nice to Seth? And like, they clearly haven't talked in a while. I mean, they are friends. I know, but they definitely have not talked in a while, and she's just, like, no, that's, already, that's like, true. diving in and, like, trying to help and scheme and, like... She's just a nice person. I know. I know. So, we have a brief moment. Oh, yes. I know what happens next. <laughs> Kirsten and Sandy are talking. He's very excited about dinner. Yep. Ryan calls. Sandy's talking to him, asking how things are going, but then he gets another call that he has to take, so he hands... Ryan off to Kirsten Mm -hmm. and Ryan automatically can tell that Kirsten sounds weird yeah because she definitely is being weird yes which is like which is like half Teresa half Sandy yes and I I do think that that's what a lot of it a lot of it is I feel like if she agreed about the fact I feel like if the whole thing with Sandy hadn't been weird Mm -hmm. she would have waited until he got back yeah to tell him um, but because he can tell there's something wrong, he keeps needling her about it. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, I'll just wait till you get back. And he's like, well, if it's not a big deal, then you can just tell me now. And like, there's literally, there's no way for her to get out of this now. <laughs> she just can't. Yeah. So she tells him what she saw. Yep. And like very calmly and is like, don't jump to any conclusions. She's like, I don't know anything else. Yeah. But you should know that I saw Teresa with a baby that looks about two years old. And you can see he's like, oh, shit. That's my baby. <laughs> but 
it's just like the only thing is it's just like you we know ryan at this point kirsten knows ryan at this point she has very recently just told him to like not like stop saving girls on Mm -hmm. railroad tracks etc you know yeah you know he's coming home right away But anyways. Yep. I just feel so bad for Kirsten because I feel like if she felt like Sandy was on her side with this. Yeah. She would have been much better at sounding convincing. Mm-hmm. There was nothing wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But anyway, we cut over to <laughs> Anna and Seth. Yep. Seth is going to crash this walking tour of the campus yeah so that he can talk to summer mm-hmm. and his hair continues to be terrible <laughs> he takes the name tag oh, that does not belong to him because the name on it is kumar yes <laughs> <laughs> can we say this i don't know i don't know either it was one of those because like because it was coming from him, I don't know, but because of course the like person leading the tour is like, your name is Kumar, right. and he said, you know, like, what did he say? Like, you know, my mom's Indian, my dad's Jewish. Yeah, I'm a Hindu. <laughs> Which like <laughs> is kind of a funny portmanteau, but also I'm like, it sounds wrong somehow. But in the way when like Seth makes Jewish jokes, like it just kind of works because it's his like thing because he's Jewish you know like it yeah yeah it's in a weird gray area but in the <laughs> moment it works it's it's pretty funny it's a pretty funny moment <laughs> so he keeps trying to talk to Summer loudly yes. while this guy is like trying to give a, a tour the guy's <laughs> <laughs> like Kumar can you keep it down <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Not gonna lie. Yes. Uh, oh, but then Summer. Oh, yeah. She's just not having it. Well, she said, she's like, you know, I used to ignore you all the time in middle school. Like, I can do this. And then she's like, you already ruined my senior year. I'm not gonna, yeah. like, let you ruin college. And you're just like, oh. I know. I know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then big surprise, Ryan is home. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That surprised exactly no one. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Kirsten's very, very nice about it. She's like, whatever happens, we've got your back. Like, yeah. um, And then we have Seth's meeting with. Oh, sorry. I just want to, because like, Ryan says this, this thing, he's like, you know, things were starting to feel yeah. really, like, uncomplicated or something. So he kind of was, like, expecting something to happen. And I was just like, ugh. Yeah. 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 But anyway, that was just my little, like... No, line. yeah, that was an important, an important moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, then we cut over to Seth going to meet with Dean... 
and then he finds out that Seth's not even been admitted and he's like I would not have agreed to meet with you yeah if I didn't think you'd been admitted <laughs> um, and Seth has this whole like speech planned out and oh man he's he's not doing a good job here because no. this guy ends up being like you have 60 seconds to mm-hmm. to do this Seth's constant problem is that he's always trying to put on a performance yeah and he needs to not yes because it comes off disingenuous yeah because yeah so instead of like giving this like heartfelt speech he's just Mm -hmm. like uh this is my gpa i was part of clubs i please let me come here yeah it's it's real bad and straight up this guy's like you just wasted my time yeah. So, which is when we finally get a little bit of realness from Seth. Yeah. And at least now gets the Dean's, like, sympathy. Mm-hmm. But he's still like, I can't let you in. Yeah. Best of luck to you. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. Then we get this really awful... awful moment so Sandy comes in and is surprised to see that Ryan's home Mm -hmm. Um, and as soon as he's done talking with Ryan like you can tell he knows what's happened yeah so he goes to talk to Kirsten Mm -hmm. (sighs) because he's he's pissed yep Kirsten is also pissed Yes. Because he's, I mean, Sandy's basically like, you knew this was going to happen if you found out. Like, have you met Ryan? Yeah. I'm still team Kirsten right now yes. because she's like, there was a time you would have been making this argument that he needed to know. So what is happening? Yeah. She flat out said, she's like, you weren't there. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. more like what you're supposed to do. Like, this is about family mm-hmm. and you weren't there. But of course, but of course, Sandy can't talk about it right now. No, no, he has to, he has to, he's busy with work. <sighs> Ugh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Man, it's rough. So bad. Oh, then, <laughs> it's a Wes and Marissa and they have all their party oh, yeah. supplies. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Also... Just thinking, because, as you know, we love our logistics here. So, like, in theory, Ryan and Marissa flew out the same day, but, like, clearly at different times, because Marissa did all that stuff with Volchek first. But then now... And also, they clearly weren't on the same flight. Like, would that have been a thing? They would have seen each other if they were on the same flight. Well, yeah, and it just would have, like, also... I mean, it would have made more sense almost for them to fly together, but anyway. So, like, that's clearly, like, different times of the day. But then, like, Ryan went on a tour, Marissa was doing stuff... This is, is this all the same day? Is this the next day? I don't understand. I, I don't know. Also, Ra- I just, something that just occurred to me, the unlikeliness that both Seth and Ryan, separately from Summer and Marissa, managed to get flights to two completely different places, leaving at such close yeah. together times. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, probably there's a lot of flights to Berkeley, but still. But either way, at this point, Ryan has now come home. Right. Is this all one day? Or is this like, has he actually stayed a night? I don't know. I really don't know. Un- unclear. I feel like maybe it's the next day because I feel like 
Um, at the very least, I think Seth made his appointment with the dean for the following day. Right. Okay. So, like, I feel like at least a day has passed. Okay. That, yeah. That's all right, then. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Wes and Marissa are, like, party supplies. It's still raining. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, Ryan had to leave. Like, there was a family emergency kind of a thing or something. So, of course, Marissa's like, oh, oh, oh. To be fair, family emergency sounds bad. Like, that would concern me also. I mean, I feel like he says, like, important family thing or something like that. But either Which way, definitely like... definitely uses the word emergency because I was like, if someone told me that somebody I knew, and, like, not even just... Knew. That like, it's Ryan, but, like, she knows the Coens really well. That's well, his family, like... Yeah, exactly. It's... They're, like, half her family. Like, she has stayed with them before. Like, she's... Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, of course, Ryan's in Gino. Yep. Meeting yep. meeting Daniel. Yeah. And the nanny. Mm-hmm. And you can, he's just like, because of course Teresa's not there. She's working. He's just like, okay. Uh, tell her that Ryan was here. <laughs> he's looking at this kid like, hmm? Yeah, he's looking this at kid that kid hard. Definitely be mine. <laughs> Looks like a miniature version of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so then we cut back to Marissa and Wes at the party. Ugh. And he's telling her about how it's actually his second time doing freshman year. Yeah. Um, because he partied too hard the first year and had mm-hmm. like a one point something GPA. And yeah. Basically, it was bad. Yeah. Um, so then she ends up telling him about how, yeah, like, okay, this was also, this was also strange to me. How about how she used to be the model student, like, blah, 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 ride her sister's ponies on the weekend. And I know that she was involved in socials and, like, presumably her academics were good. Mm-hmm. But she makes it sound like everything was fine up until Jimmy lost all their money. But she was absolutely already drinking too much in that very first episode when Ryan shows up. Yeah, Before we know anything about Jimmy Cooper losing all that money. Yes. So, like, other things were wrong. And also there's references to um, her having had, I think, an eating disorder earlier. Yeah. So, like, it's not like her problems started with Jimmy Cooper embezzling money. No, not at all. And then, and yeah, so it's, it's like it's kind of centered around Jimmy and then Johnny. And I was like, there were so many things in between those two. Right? Like, actually so many things. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, <laughs> interesting story. I feel like you're romanticizing your own past, Marissa. Yeah. But well, like, if you're also romanticizing a weird relationship with a Nazi and sound of music, then <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. And of course, like, Wes is trying to make this seem like sort of like a motivational thing. Like, you know, like everyone has to find somewhere where they belong and this and that. And like, you know, like now that I found it, like I'm here, it's good. But like, clearly, Marissa is just like, Spiral city down. Right. Ugh. Whatever. Gee, I wonder what'll happen. <laughs> but yeah, then Seth, what does he do? Well, Seth calls Ryan. Yeah. Um, because he's coming home because. Because he did not get into Brown. Nothing worked. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. But then, again, coming to his rescue 
Anna. I know. You think Anna would have given up on him by now? <laughs> I certainly would have. I would have been like, you are a lost cause, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Not only is she magically in the cab that was going to take him to the airport, but she has secured him like an admissions interview to RISD, the Rhode yeah. Island School of Design. And she has a copy of Atomic County so that that can be his like application. And they're going to quickly yeah. go there because it's still close to Brown. I mean, it's weird to me that he wouldn't have applied to RISD in the first place. Well, because, like, what was what was his... Is it ever said, like, what he wants to study at Brown? No, he just wants to go to Brown. Because, yeah, I also wondered about that. Like, why RISD wasn't... It feels like his motivation for going to Brown is primarily being on the East Coast. Yeah. Which begs the question, why is Brown the only school you applied to? Well, yeah, because that's what it seems to be. There are multiple Ivy League colleges. You don't have to be in Rhode Island. Totally. You could apply to Harvard. You could apply to Yale. You could apply to Dartmouth. You could apply to uh, Cornell. Like, come on, man. Yeah, there's actually, like, so many. I know I missed a couple in there. (laughs) Well, especially because... I know off the top of my head. Columbia? Maybe he didn't want to be in NYC. I don't know. But, like, if if I'm looking at these things correctly... Brown and RISD are, like, blocks apart. Right. As they would be. I mean, they're both in Providence, right? Yeah. Like, on the map, they're actually, like, two blocks apart. Like, (laughs) Which is so funny, because the way Anna pitches it is, like, you'd still be in the same state. Girl, you'd still be in the same city. (laughs) It's it's a five-minute walk, depending on... (laughs) Right. Like... Yeah. Like, they're probably closer together than Columbia and NYU. It's actually, like, I mean, obviously, depending on where you're in in Brown, because, like, Brown's big. Right. But from the shortest distance, it is a five-minute, 1.5-block walk. Yeah, it just seems so weird that that wouldn't even have occurred to him. Yeah. Especially as somebody who clearly is enough into art that he illustrated an entire comic book and that's all that we ever see him doing like outside of things like in his actual like seth right time from the beginning of the show and like don't you have to apply to specific programs yes so like what were you, what was this what were you applying to when you applied to brown i don't know but we do get a nice throwback to confidence cohen Yes. Anna's infamous, famous line. Yep. So, at least that's something. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, and then we're at the Yacht Club for dinner. Oh, the worst dinner I've ever watched. I mean, there's just, this is just a quick little, like, pop in. You can see that it's dinner. Yeah. People are there. People are schmoozing. Yeah. Julie asks what's wrong because she can tell that Kirsten's off. Yeah. She says it's a long story, and she's all cute, and is like, oh, let's go flirt with the bartenders. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, okay, let's tell this recovering alcoholic to go flirt with some bartenders, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> While they're both there with their significant others, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's very Julie, but... Yes. <laughs> I do love Julie. Um, yeah, because then we get Marissa, who's also come home. Yep. Also bailed early. Yep. Um... And has come by the Coens to see how Ryan's doing. Yep. And he tells her about Teresa having had the baby. 
And Marissa's like, whoa. Yeah, her face is just straight up it's like. such a good face. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Yeah, and that's when he tells her too about like how when he was at Berkeley, he felt like he was living somebody else's life. So like basically what he told Kirsten that he was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. <sighs> Which is a weird expression that I've never understood. Oh, what I don't know what, what is the right word entomology. Would you like to know some more of the history on that? I would. Super tangent, because uh, so way back in New York, when all the houses were like the tenement houses, which are literally like straight up paper thin, right. the other shoe to drop. So, say oh, I'm on the fourth floor, you're it. on the fifth floor. Yeah. You would literally hear everyone. So like when someone would come home from work, they would take their shoe off, and you would hear it like thunk. So then you would literally wait for the second one to fall. I understand. Now that makes perfect sense. So then, like, you could go back about your business and it wouldn't be super loud. Yeah. Fantastic. Random things. Thank you for that. That was enlightening. (laughs) But, like, so, yeah, so now they're both just, like, living other people's lives. And I was just like, but, Ryan, like, you've, you're the one that's grown. Like, it's, you haven't been that Chino kid for so long. Like. I know. Sure, drama keeps happening. Hello. But, like. Not in the way that would take you away from that. No. Like, you're still free and clear to go to Berkeley, my friend. Yeah. I just, yeah. Anyway. (sighs) Ugh. Ugh. Then we go back to this dinner. And Sandy is given a speech. Of course. And then he introduces Kirsten. Mm -hmm. Who decides to make a toast. And it is, oh, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's very subtle at first. Yes. She says something about how, like, something to Sandy Cohen, who's made it very clear over the last few months just how important this hospital project is to him. And you're like, ooh. Which, with the right tone, not a problem. This hospital is really important to him. Well, you know, like, thanks for supporting. It's important. But no, it's it's because it's more important than their family. Mm-hmm. Which is the very clear implication. Yes. And he knows it. Yeah. Because he kind of gets this look on his face like, okay, that was, that was a dig. <laughs> and then she goes on to say, yep. you know, they say when you grow up, you marry your father. I thought I'd escaped that. And you're like... Oh shit! And then she goes. Yep. To the bar. Yep. Grabs a glass of wine. And has a beverage. Downs it in one. Yep. She doesn't just sip on this glass of wine like she. Yep. Swallows the entire thing back. Oh yeah. Oh, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Yep. And then we just go straight to more awkward. At the freaking, like, Providence oh. Airport or whatever. <laughs> right? Because, like, Summer's calling Marissa and just, like, you know, basically saying the whole, like, you know, Seth broke up with me so he could be mm-hmm. with Anna at Brown, all that kind of stuff, kind of freaking out. Meanwhile, Seth and Anna are, like, you know, saying goodbye to each other and being, like, the RISD thing went really well, so it sounds like mm-hmm. maybe he's going to get in there. So, of course, they hug to say goodbye. And this is the one time then, now, after all of these flights that these people have had, Mm-hmm. That they end up at the airport at the same time. Yeah. And of course, this is what Summer sees. To continue yeah. on with the 
seeing everything at the exact wrong moment mm-hmm. because then it seems exactly like something else that's totally plausible but it's so just not the thing well the thing is if they were dating like truly dating mm-hmm. wouldn't they have kissed yes they just hug goodbye yeah I know you know like they don't know she's there yeah exactly they had a secret relationship presumably he's kissing her mm-hmm. definitely right like because they would have started it like while they were apart so this would be the one time that they were together so they should be like all over each other right but yes anyway mm-hmm. Ugh. then marissa decides to go finally get her stuff back from volchuk's place he's sleeping when she gets there uh-huh and then she sees that he was watching The Sound of Music. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah. She oh, had, I like, saw her, like, looking at that DVD, but I did not yeah. clue in. Yeah, it was The Sound of Music. Um, so I guess that makes her sympathetic yeah. to him again, and she crawls into bed with him. <laughs> I literally, because, like, in my notes, I was like, oh, yeah, like, Marissa went to Voljek, to Voljek's, and then all I wrote was, like, Gross. And then, because then she picks up the box of her stuff, right? And she's kind of going through it. So then I was like, oh. So I crossed out gross and then was like, oh, like, you know, she's getting her box of stuff. But then she goes and freaking lays down with him. And so then I just wrote gross again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Then we get to the pool. Mm-hmm. Ryan's chilling outside by the pool house. He's brooding. Staring brutally at the water. <laughs> as you do. Absolutely. But he turns out it's waiting for Teresa to get there. Does he know she's coming or does she just show up? I thought she just I showed a... up. Did she? I thought that they had planned this, but perhaps not. I was unclear. Okay. Because he, so he either just kind she of... was invited or yeah. she just showed up. Either yeah. way. <laughs> I mean, maybe she, maybe she did just show up. Well, because, like, when he was at her place, he had told the nanny, like, tell her that, like, right. Ryan came by. And then she just kind of showed up there. So I thought, like, if she had come home and the nanny was like, hey, so, like, this guy Ryan stopped by, she would have been like, oh, God. Oh, no. She would have been like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Right? So then, like, that's why she would have wanted to, instead of phoning him, come to Newport. That makes sense. Okay. That totally makes sense. Either way, she shows yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And is like, this child is not yours. No. <laughs> It's Eddie's, we did it a paternity test. Yep. Um, Eddie, of course, is a deadbeat. Yes. Uh, and Ryan goes on his, you know, whole, I would have helped. And she's like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't tell you. Yeah. So, but he wants to know all about Daniel, her son. Yeah. So they decide they'll, she'll tell him all about it. They'll go grab a bite to eat. Yeah. Because, yeah, it sounds like things are good. Like, she got a job at the hotel. She's been promoted a whole bunch. She's, like, you know, like, managing the housekeeping department or something like that now. And, like, she's good on her own. It's just, yeah. Working her way up in the hotel. And that's how it ends. That is how it ends. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So we've got lots of... uh, (laughs) Lots of drama happening. Yes. Goodness. I know. Did you have 
like a favorite Callie moment or I actually didn't really notice one. Yeah, like there's a few of the classic like mm-hmm. I think I was distracted the... by the fact that we had different landscapes to look at this time. Yeah, it was definitely like the most Berkeley, the most New England yeah. vibes. AKA real tree like non palm trees. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know how this whole thing wraps up, man. I know, because the next episode is prom, and, like, everybody that was in this episode seems to be there. Even Anna? If she's not physically there, she's still in this episode somehow, because the next episode is her, like, last episode ever. So. That's weird. So, yes, while we saw some old friends... Mm -hmm. We also had Wes, the new guy. Yep. Matt Barr, who, number one, is on an episode of, like, everything. Yes. And as I was going through, because it's literally, like, all three all three CSIs, Bones, like, all these things. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's why he's familiar. Okay, fine, whatever. But then Oh, no, I realized, he's familiar because he's in One Tree Hill. And he's... And he tries to, like, he's assault pa- Peyton. Yeah, he's Peyton's fake half-brother that tries yeah. to, that, like, fully stalks her and somehow yeah. tries to kill her. That is that is precisely how I know him. Yeah, <laughs> that's what sticks out in my brain. Every time I see his face, I'm like, "You're Peyton's creepy fake brother." Yeah, <laughs> and that's what so, yeah, I didn't realize at multiple first. Multiple episodes of One Tree Hill. <laughs> He's also apparently in Gossip Girl. He's Keith Vanderwoodson. Yeah, he's in everything. I don't I remember. I couldn't remember that either because I was like, Keith Vanderwood. Like, what is that? I was like, who are you though? Like, yeah. I don't even know what that relation is. Because there's Serena and then, like, the younger brother. Yep. But then, yeah, like, is he he a weird cousin? Is he, like, the illegitimate son that they thought they had that they thought that died that then didn't die that then came back? Or, like, but then he wouldn't be a vet in her woods and, like, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I have no idea. So so weird. (laughs) And then the, the, um, the admissions guy is Eric Avery, who, like, is in also again literally everything he's one of like the older actors that like if you see him you're like oh yeah he's in everything but significantly the mummy (laughs) which is again how i know him yeah (laughs) like hey that guy's in the mummy (laughs) listen i love that movie yeah (laughs) and i think that's it yeah for are new people like the the girl who plays the nanny is only in it for like two seconds and she does not really in anything else and i don't think there's anyone else of note yeah like there's that one other guy that ryan oh that's and, right. like west talked to but again he literally had like you know he commented saying that like marissa was yeah. hot or something like that yeah or... he had like 20 seconds of screen time <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh... yeah um did we have a sethism I feel like there has to have been, but I didn't know anything. Me neither. That it does seem weird that there wouldn't be for this one. I, will, I mean, I aside from the Hindu, I guess. <laughs> yes. Which I mean, I suppose is a pretty Seth thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Um, I didn't really notice the music much either. I didn't know. Like, there's a couple songs, and then at the end, when Marissa crawls into bed with yeah. Bulljack, it's a Ryan Adams Ryan song. Adam. And it's just like, ugh, barf. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Not that I'm, like, anti-Ryan Adams, but it's just so, like... this movie, Sound of Music, and was like, hmm, 
this guy's a Nazi. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. <laughs> but also, I it's just who wrote that? Hard to say. I just I don't know how to wrap my head around that bit still like that's the part of the whole episode that I'm just like what (laughs) I know I know (laughs) like not even just like when you call somebody a Nazi in like a Mm -hmm. insulting way like a literal member (laughs) of the Nazi party when they took over Austria yikes sure cool but yeah so that was the college try and (laughs) the next episode is prom like how is that I don't know I just like I can't remember I mean obviously I remember how the season ends because Mm -hmm. it's rather significant Um, I don't remember quite how we get there yeah what Sold says is like senior prom brings out the best and worst in everyone that's not helpful. No, truly not helpful at all. But um, oh, Anna does physically go there. Why? According to this, it's because she's visiting to give him advice on how he can win back Summer. Not helpful. <laughs> so she flew <laughs> to Orange County from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Just to give him advice. Yeah. That's a stretch, even for this show. I know. But I guess we'll find out. Anyway. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yes. If you're... We're, we're so close to the end. Oh God, we're so close. <laughs> but it still feels like there's so much to go. Like three episodes? Three episodes. I don't know how they're doing this in three episodes. I don't know. I don't know. But if you're curious like us, uh, join us next week. We're going to find out what happens at the prom. And we'll see you then. Bye.